All right. Hey, good morning, brothers and sisters. I know it's been a long time since I've been on, but I have just been resting in the Lord and uh, praying for those that he's been uh, putting on my heart. And uh, just like I said, just spending time with him. And so I had a dream last night that I feel is very important. I think most of you will understand it as I explain it. Now, in this dream, I had three different scenes, and they all go together. So I'm going to go ahead and share this, these scenes that I saw last night. And as always, I ask you guys to please pray for discernment. All right, take everything to the Lord, and feel free to comment. Let me know if the Lord puts anything on your heart. But I think uh, when I read this, you guys will pretty much understand what I was shown last night. So... Again, just being patient, waiting on the Lord. And I did put this uh, snowy screen up on my TV. I love watching these. Uh, a lot of times during the day, I just put them on in the background while I work and just do things around the house. And of course, I love snow. So this is one of my favorites. I thought it would be pretty to watch as we listen. So, okay, today's November 15th, 2023. So last night, the first scene of my dream I had is... My husband and I were going to dinner, and he said that he invited some other people to go to dinner. So I was like, okay. And when we are sitting in this big room, and all these people showed up. And the funny thing is, is it seemed like everybody showed up in pairs. There was, there, it wasn't like there was an odd amount of number of people. Um, but maybe that was just symbolic in some way. Maybe that was just because the dream was about inviting other people to the dinner. So a lot of people showed up, more than I expected, you know, like if your husband were to say, hey, I invited some people, you would expect maybe, you know, a couple other couples or something, but there was quite a few people, but not as many as I thought there would be. And you'll understand this in a second. So all these people showed up and then we were put on a red bus. This bus was just absolutely beautiful. The, it was shiny red, like a fire truck red. It was just a beautiful red shiny bus. And then we got to where we were going and we were let off like, it, it reminded me of a helicopter pad. Um, those, uh, like a, uh, just like a big parking lot, kind of in a circle. And when we stood there, there was in front of us, a, and I drew a picture, but you guys know I can't draw with anything. So it was a, just picture a big, long rectangular building. And it looked like it was made out of concrete. And going into this building, in fact, I, I will show you guys real quick so you can kind of understand what I'm talking about, okay? Let's put the picture up. Uh, let's see if we can do that. All right, can you guys see that? All right, so it's a long rectangular building. There's like the helicopter pad. And there was like maybe four, probably more entrances into this building. Okay, so as we were let off, I was walking, I was gonna walk into the path, the, down the path that went furthest to the left. And there was a lady that was with, the, with me and I believe she was an angel. And she said, no, we can go in this way. So we went down like the third ramp. And as I was walking down this way, I looked back and I saw just hundreds and hundreds of people Everybody walking in, but going in on, going into the building in different ways. Um, my thought as I was walking was, how are we going to find everybody when we get in there? Because we were all going to dinner. 
But once I got inside, I saw that the place that we were going to dinner was right there. And I saw that everybody else was there. So it wasn't, you know, I was worried that we wouldn't run, wouldn't be able to find each other once we got into this huge, huge building, but we did. And so we all entered this room that was to be where we were to have the dinner. So I think a lot of you guys um, can understand that uh, this, I believe, is symbolic of the the supper. Uh, let's see, after the rapture, what is it? Uh, um, supper of the Lamb. Okay, that's what I think that represents. So that was pretty interesting. Let's go to the second scene of the dream. Okay, in the second scene, let me turn my book here. Okay, and this second scene was interesting. Like I said, I believe these all go together, all right? So in this one, I was sitting in my childhood home. I've always thought this was symbolic of my father's house. So I'm in my childhood home, I'm in the dining room, and there was a small group of people sitting around. Now at this point, we were having some kind of meeting, and I knew, and I, well, I was telling these people that we were at a point that this, that things were going to switch over, okay? At this point, from up until this point, there had been an FBI agent that had been driving my car. And I believe that's just talking about um, God's protection, the Holy Spirit, whatever you want, because that's what FBI agents do. That's what policemen do. They, they protect. So I've always uh, thought that that is what that is symbolic of. So I was telling the people that up until this point, an FBI was the one in the driver's seat. But now that was about to be switched over to this very evil man. Okay, so we were at the point where the drivers were about to be switched over. And I said to them, you know, I said, I didn't worry before because this, this policeman was driving the car he was in control, but now that this evil man's in control, um, there was really no protection. I knew that at any point this person could just actually just turn around and kill me if he wanted to. So let me finish up here. So while we were in this meeting, <clears throat> I also said I need to, to let my parents know what's going on. And I think that's just probably symbolic of letting people know uh, in some way what is about to happen and what's going to happen after the rapture so in this meeting was a newswoman and a cameraman and like i said i was sitting there saying i was safe with the fbi agent but now that this evil man would be driving you know he could you can't trust him he could turn around and kill you at any time and then the woman began to interview me so i moved forward and kind of sat on the edge of the table and then the camera turned on me and the last thing I said was she said something to me and I said hello and I was about to introduce myself and that scene ended. So I'm just going to go through this real quick, uh, see what I wrote. I wrote an FBI agent drove me but now it was time to do this switch like and I knew there was some kind of treaty involved. Okay and it was now the, the enemy's turn, this evil man's turn to drive. So I think all of you can understand that too. This is talking about the trees, the, the uh, peace treaty okay when this is signed um, right now we're under the protection of the Lord the Holy Spirit um, this is you know but that with the rapture happens um, the Christians are going to be removed and the one that's going to be in control of things now is the evil man and this is I believe this is um, 
written in the Bible where the enemy, Satan, will be given a time. Okay, so this is what this dream was talking about. Now, the last thing I saw, the last scene, and this one I'm not sure about, so I'm going to share it with you and ask you guys to pray over it. I was standing in front of, I don't know how to explain this. Uh, it, the whole, the, it just looked like a blank area. But towards the bottom of this sort of wall, I saw the words Jerusalem. But the words weren't written neatly across. It was like a J, and then the E was kind of down, the R. It almost looked like the word Jerusalem was crawling up out of something. I, I know that sounds funny, but... The whole word wasn't exposed, but it looked as if the letters were starting to come up out of something. And then I saw this man. Now, this man looked absolutely normal. He looked very clean cut. He looked like somebody uh, you'd find on a farm. I mean, he was just very clean cut. He looked trusting and just absolutely normal. And, but I had a feeling about him. And as I was watching the word Jerusalem, he came up and stood in front of that word, pulled out a rifle and said, I'm sorry, but I have to do this. And that was the end of the scene. So I believe that these three scenes are very um, prophetic. I believe they're interesting. I believe it's showing us uh, the time that we're in. So what was I going to say? There was something else too. Bear with me, guys. Um, I just thought of something. Okay, um, I don't want to keep filling or just sit here fumbling around. But there was something else I was going to share with you guys, and I can't remember now what it was. I'm just going to flip back through my notes because it's been so long since I've been on, but. I've just been really, just really been patient because the Lord has been doing so much um, growth in me. I've realized that, like I said before, when I first came on, all I was doing, you know, I had all these dreams when I came to, when the Lord woke me up and I started having all these dreams and I didn't understand them, but I knew that they were special. And so I started sharing on Facebook in 2013, or, or not Facebook, YouTube in 2013. So... The dreams that I shared at that time were dreams that I had had the previous year. And then I would add more dreams. And they all seemed to be talking about the rapture. And this is where, you know, because I didn't know about any of this stuff before I came to the Lord. So I just was focusing and focusing on that. But now I'm at the point where, okay, I know that the rapture is going to happen. I know this. I know the word of God. I believe the word of God. And I trust God. So now I'm realizing that the most important thing is to uh, uh, help other people uh, come into a relationship with Jesus, okay? So a lot of people look for the rapture as an escape, and I know at points I did that too when I was running on fear, okay? But we can't, I can't do that anymore because it's like I, I don't have that same fear anymore, um, if you if you have a relationship with the Lord and you're in and and you have God and you're saved, we know that certain things are going to happen. Okay, that's just how it is. But if we trust God, we know that everything's going to be okay because He He tells us that. So, like I said, that previous fear is gone, and now He's really laid it on my heart that the most important thing that we can do is to reach out to other people, pray for our, if if you don't have to literally go out and talk to them if you're you know. 
not sure what to, or you're nervous or not sure what to do. But prayer is so powerful. Remember, the Lord showed me in a dream about how powerful prayer was. I was like, there was this millions of people that were inside the belly of God. I saw that we were all inside the belly of God. And when somebody prayed, a red light would appear over that person. And the angels were immediately sent to that person. Um, so it was pretty amazing what I was shown. And the point of this is to say that prayer is so powerful because what we're doing is like with me, I know that I have no control. I can't do anything, but my father can. So I just call out to my father and say, hey, you know, I, I'm praying for this person. I'm asking you to move powerfully into their lives, wake them up. I pray for their salvation. God can do all things. There's nothing impossible with God. So that's why prayer is so important. We we can't, I mean, really, we can't do anything. We have to wait for God to, to make that person's heart ready, and then he may send someone to them. So the, the whole point is, is we just need to trust God, lean on God, and he will lead us, he will guide us, and sometimes he will just have us simply pray for that person. So this is what I've been learning, that right now, um, I'm extremely excited about the rapture, but it's more important to me right now that we save as, can help as many people as possible to be saved, okay? Because I love Jesus more than my own life, okay? And this, and he loves all of us, and I was shown that, that love that he has for us. And so my, my thinking in this is, I wanna do what pleases my father. If he really loves these people, how can I just be selfish and only think about me and getting out of here when Jesus, you know, there's so many people that he wants to be saved. So I feel like this is our work right now. This is our job. Be confident that we know that the that what's coming and that we're, we're, we're going to be protected. Be confident in that. Be confident in God. Trust him. So since we are so close... You know, right now we just, we need to pray for other people. I guess that's just the best way to put it. The Lord has sent me so many people to pray for and people that I didn't realize. And it was just really eye-opening. It really was eye-opening that there's so many people. It's almost like, think of these people as your children, okay? Because we are God's children. So think of these as your children as lost. Would you want to just say, well, hey, good luck, but I'm out of here. Or would you rather pray for them? You see what I mean? It's like, if these are my children, I try to put myself in, in his shoes, kind of, you know, like as in, I know how much he loves us. So we're to, to help each other. We're to, to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. So if we do that, then how can we not pray for that person? I would want someone to pray for me. So anyways, I know I'm rat rattling on here, rattling on. But uh, anyway, so that's the story. That's the that's the dream. I feel we are extremely close. Those three scenes are extremely urgent. So again, you guys, while we're still here, while there's still daylight, while there's still time to work, you know, pray, pray, pray for your family, pray for your neighbors, pray for Joe down the street, pray for them. Because they have no idea what's coming. And I was shown that in a, in a previous dream where I said, when this happens, at first, you're going to think everything is great. You're going to be able to live the way you want. You can 
be a homosexual, you could be a transgender, everything's going to be great. You can do whatever you want. But I said, soon you're going to really wish you would have repented or you're going to wish that you were dead. So the, my, my, the one thing that I always try to remember is this. I would rather somebody hate me here on earth and see them in heaven than them be my best friend here on earth and not see them in heaven. Because this life is short. It's a very short journey. But when we die, it's eternity. And that is just the beginning. We can't even begin to imagine what God has for us. So don't be afraid to, to, to share the truth. There's so many people that have kids that say, well, you know, as long as he's happy, I can't do that. I want to see my kids in heaven. So they may get mad at you, but like I said, what's more important? To be their, their best friend and, and not ever see them in heaven? Or maybe have them not talk to you for a while, but yet, hey, watch them walk through the gates. We got to remember what's most important. Okay, and that is our salvation. It is a walk with Jesus. And he personally showed me that it is about a relationship. You, you, you uh, move towards Jesus just like you would if you were making a new friend at work. Prayer is just simply talking. It's talking. It's, it's having that relationship with the Lord. You know, focusing on him. I can't stress that enough. Because we are in the very, very last moments. This is what I believe. Now, I don't have any kind of timing. But from what I was shown, we are extremely close. So I do want to, uh, I pray for each and every person that is listening to this. I pray that you will share this message. I pray that the Lord will give you a boldness to just speak the truth to someone. Be confident enough that... If they turn you down, that it's okay. At least you spoke the truth. At least when you face God, you can say, Father, I spoke the truth. And that's all you can do. All right? We've already been warned by the Lord that, you know, when we follow Jesus, the world is going to hate us. We know that. Look what's happening with Israel right now. Okay? So keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes focused on Jesus. Keep your heart on fire for the Lord and reach out to as many people as you can whether it's verbally or in prayer I ask this of you and again I do pray for each and every one of you and I ask that the Lord bless you I ask the Lord use you for his glory okay so if I get anything else I'll let you guys know I and I do pray that you guys have a wonderful day and I hope you enjoyed the snow all right bye